Hey guys, welcome to Influencing the Right Way with the Viking. And with me, I've got... Sarah Sloan. How you doing, girl? Yeah, wonderful. So as the name implies, Influencing the Right Way, we're talking specifically to people in the fitness industry. So people, if, if you're a personal trainer, if you're a coach, if you are an instructor at a studio or if you're actually just a fitness influencer online, right? You're giving information to people. It doesn't matter if you are cultivating your own brand and working with other people in the fitness industry, we have developed an incredibly useful set of strategies and small tactics to help make sure that you are successful in the only thing that actually matters, which is getting people results. So this podcast is not for how to stack a bunch of cash real quick. It is not for how to look cool. As a matter of fact, a lot of the things that we will go through are like the anti-cool. Anti, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are the dorkiest things to do. But the reason we call it influencing the right way is because I do believe there is a right way and there is a wrong way to do it. So very briefly... I own a chain of supplement stores and then as well as an online supplement brand. Through the process of working with quite literally thousands upon thousands of different people, we have created this system of what are the things that will actually get people to their fitness goals. Mm -hmm. And although we sell supplements, right, this still goes the same for people have the same connection to whether it's your workout plan, uh, it's just like following your brand or it's joining your gym, whatever that thing is, it's a step that people are taking repeatedly more than once to help get healthier or to get fit. Mm -hmm. The reason why I know that this is also so helpful is because about three years ago, we were in a rough spot and it took over the course of the last really two years of us implementing these tactics rigorously over and over, constantly improving them. We are now, I mean, without question, the fastest growing fitness brand out here in Arizona. It's incredible to see, not just numerically, yeah, how many, uh, the revenue, how much it's gone up and how many new locations we've been able to grow, but really how many people we have been able to help and see that they have gotten incredible results. The reason why we're doing this is because we have to be very real about the fitness industry. The fitness industry is mostly employed and occupied by not exactly rocket scientists. <laughs> I'm going to be very straightforward. Like myself, I am not a genius. I am a dude who lifts weights. <laughs> but that's okay. The thing is, though, about the fitness industry, what does it take to be a personal trainer? Not much right? You can kind of get started tomorrow, which means that the barrier to entry, this is like an economic term, the barrier to entry is very low. When the barrier to entry is low, it means that you're going to have a lot of passable options inside of that industry. I think that the biggest thing that changed for me, and I believe us as a team, was we see what we do the same as being a medical doctor. It really is genuinely that important. We joke around a lot and we have fun, 
But truthfully, at the end of the day, I'm working with people's livelihoods and their health mm -hmm. and how long they're going to live and the quality of life that they're going to have along all of those years. So I want to raise the standard of what is acceptable inside of the fitness industry. Somebody who just decides, hey, I don't have a job right now, so I want to be a trainer and, you know, I'm just going to tell them to do some push-ups. Like, that's not good enough. It really is not. Mm -hmm. You're not changing lives. You're not making people's lives better. You are the bare minimum of this. And it's not just trainers. It's all over. It's, it's inside and out. It's supplement companies. It's a ton of different places. So our goal is to give this information completely for free. I don't want anything back for it. You don't got to buy my products. You don't got to do anything. What I ask is that you implement these tools to actually help people and we raise the standard. Okay, that's enough of me talking. <laughs> that was a bunch right at once. Sarah, what are we going to do here today? So the goal behind every podcast is we'll present a very common problem that a lot of fitness influencers, trainers, like you talked about, even business owners in the fitness industry, mm -hmm. that they see that holds them back from actually being able to get people results. Yeah. And we'll solve that problem. We'll have like one or maybe two specific tactics that you can use to take away and use the next day to actually change that and see some results. Yeah. And I really want to highlight that, that it's about being specific. So like this podcast today, what, what is the problem that we're solving today? So today is retaining customers and clients. Cool. This is so important because if you are a trainer or you are an influencer, you're a coach or whatever, you know what it's like to constantly be chasing your tail right? You're constantly trying to find new clients, but then old ones are leaving. And that is a bad, vicious cycle to be in because you're constantly working on ascertaining clients, which means that time and energy is not spent on getting people results. Mm -hmm. And it's actually the fact that you are not getting people incredible results, which why is why they're, they're leaving. leaving. Yep. <laughs> so it really is this like dog chewing its own vicious tail. Yeah, vicious, vicious circle. How are we going to fix that? What are we going to do that's going to allow those customers to stay with us? And like I said, whether it's buying your supplement or it's buying your workout plan or training with you, what is it that's going to make them stay there? So, so go, go, go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, to start, you have to have the right intent to actually get the customers and clients that you do have results, mm -hmm. which means you need to know exactly what results they want to see. Yeah. You have to know what goal they're shooting for so then you can create the exact plan they need to in order to get there and i hope that this is that part is like fucking bare minimum for everybody <laughs> yeah, that, know that. that everybody gets that that if you are training someone or you are selling them a supplement or you're giving them a workout plan you need to know exactly what their goal is and that's not what we're going to talk about today yeah because i'm hoping you've already got that <laughs> that you know that if you know they want to gain muscle or they want to lose body fat or they want to decrease their resting heart rate whatever their goal is you are prescribing, remember again, like a doctor, mm -hmm. exactly what they need to be doing to get to that fitness goal. Now, what we're going to hone down on today is something that we call the hot button. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is what I mean when I say you're going to sound dorky sometimes because we genuinely get excited about it. <laughs> so the hot button is the term that we use for what is the precise reason why this is that person's goal. So if their goal is to lose 10% body fat, why is that? Did they get divorced? Are they 
just now getting out, like they get fired at work and they have low self-confidence? Did they get cheated on? Did they used to be an athlete? Then now they've got a little older and they've packed some weight on. They feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All, it, it's an infinite number of different things. But we are going to find out with every person, what is that deep down, and this is the pivotal word here, emotional connection to their goal. Mm-hmm. Why, would, why would you want to find an emotional connection to their goal? So the emotional connection is going to be a lot harder to find. But the reason why you need to find it is everybody knows this feeling. You go to work and you've got 20 tasks you got to get done. And you view them as tasks. And you go there and you're like, oh, fuck, I need an extra coffee. You're just, you, you, you procrastinate them. You push them off. You don't want to do them. You're not inspired to do them. You're not giving it your best work. Everybody has had a job where you just do the shit there, but it's not really getting done. Mm-hmm. Not well. But that's because you don't have a deeper emotional connection to why you're doing the work. Everybody on, on the flip side knows you have done something in your life where you were so deeply connected and committed to it that it was like you couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah, and no matter how hard it got, oh, you yeah. were going to push through it and get it done. The harder, the much. better, yeah. right? It's like I remember, you know, like playing uh, lacrosse in college, and it was like two-a-day practices, not going out on the weekends. I c- couldn't care less because I just was so emotionally connected to being a college athlete Mm -hmm. and it meant the world to me. And so, you know, I didn't dread going to practice. I was there 15 minutes fucking early trying to do this thing. Mm -hmm. That right there is the exact same way you need to have every single one of your clients thinking about what your product is. And that could be, like I said, a, a little supplement that you sell. It could be a training program that you put together for them or showing up to actually train with you. Mm-hmm. Or again, if you're a fitness influencer, being excited to see your next post, right? They need to understand the deeper emotional connection to why they're doing it. Yeah. And just like with anything, if you can't focus on the thing you're doing, you know, right away, whether that goal is losing body fat or muscle, you're only going to stick to it for so long. Oh, yeah. But if you have that emotional connection to it, two years later, you're going to be sticking to the same thing Mm -hmm. because you know. And just like most people, they have to be reminded of it, right? So let's let's, before we jump into the details of how we're going to find this thing out and how we're going to do all of it, I want to imply the urgency of applying this tactic right away because the sooner you start doing it, don't forget, this is just like working out you're going to suck at finding people's hot buttons to begin with. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get better and better at it over time. And the sooner you start, the sooner you're going to stop losing clients. People will just start rebuying whatever it is you have because they are emotionally connected to it. And that is going to change your entire life, your business and the client's life, the sooner that you can make this emotional connection. Yeah. So like literally right now, if you've got a client, a follower or whatever, like reach out to them. Start talking to them. Just start talking to them. Figure out why they're doing this. Open it up. Okay. So now let's actually, we we called the hot button. Let's go through the details of how we figure this thing out. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, and I'll start with this, Sarah, you know this from just the thousands of people you've worked with. How many people do you think actually know what their hot button is when they come in? Maybe 
10%? Very few. <laughs> yeah, if that. Yeah. Some people do know. There's a select few people who like, you know, the mom who just had her third kid and the weight isn't coming off, right? And she's insecure mm-hmm. about how she feels. She, she knows. But you can tell they've never said it out loud before. Well, yeah, that's the difference. They may kind of, but they're not articulating it and talking yeah. about it to anybody. Yeah. They just say they want to lose some body fat. Yeah. But the real thing is, and actually, you know what? Let's dive deeper on that. The mom who's had her third kid who has body fat that's not getting off, it's not the body fat. It's the way her husband looks at her. It's even more emotional than that. That is the hot button. I want my husband to look at me the way he did when we first met. Yeah. That's the hot button. And that hot button, she may not know, right? And so we're, when we say hot button, we do not mean surface level stuff here. I mean deep, intimate things that you would only tell your closest friends. That's how deep this has to go. Mm-hmm. How do we go about getting people to that place? What are the, what are the things we got to do? Well, you can imagine if it's that deep and emotional, there's got to be trust between the two of you. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't just walk up to a stranger and tell them something you've never told anyone before. That would be super weird. <laughs> yeah. So how would you gain trust with someone in order to ask them questions like that? So this is like the ethereal huge question of all times. Like, how do you build trust with people? Uh, a very long, slow, and rigorous process. Yeah. And it sucks. Uh, but it's the only way is to know that it takes time. And But there are a couple of things that you can do. The first thing that I really like to think about is applying vulnerability from your own side. Mm-hmm. People are much more willing to open up to you after you've opened up. So that means that you need to be <clears throat> in touch with your feelings. <laughs> you <laughs> you need, need to know your own hot button. <laughs> yeah, you need to know your own hot button. And, you know, so I, I tell people this all the time. Um, th- this is kind of like my running joke is I'm always trying to get bigger and put on more muscle. And the reason stems from an insecurity that... All of my closest friends, there's like three of them, my close guy buddies, are all minimum six foot three, 250 pounds. They're just ogres. So when I'm not hanging out with them, I'm the little, I'm the dwarf, right? I'm a big guy, but when I'm with them, I'm a little boy. Yeah. And um, there is a deep emotional insecurity to that that propels me to like, I gotta go to the fucking gym. Like, I gotta do this because I do not wanna feel that small you know what i mean and the connection is even more than that you don't want to be out with them and feel insecure and not confident exactly and so that's where it's stemming from and so if i can open up about that to a customer and have that conversation a it lets them know that like hey i'm i'm here to really connect with you and be your friend Mm -hmm. but then also as soon as somebody opens up like that the immediate human response is to like kind of want to match that yeah and open back up like we 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 actually all do that as soon as somebody else is vulnerable we like want them to not feel bad or something or we want to like ease that a little Mm -hmm. bit so then we open up too like hey i'm not perfect either exactly and that's a great place to start right and i do not mean come out and whine and cry and bitch about all of your problems complaining way different (laughs) yeah way way different we are not complaining about our problems we're just being honest about what our vulnerabilities and what your struggles are. Yeah. What I found to be super helpful is also just stating your intent with it. Yeah. 
Like, hey, I'm only asking this because I know for a fact when I know this, we're going to get you results like crazy. Yeah. I'm going to be able to keep you motivated. And you, even when you identify it, you're going to be able to on those tough nights when you're really tired, find that discipline inside you to get this done because Mm. you know how much it actually affects you. Yeah. You're going to hear us say that a lot, but uh, stating your intent Mm -hmm. uh, that you can't do it enough times and over and over is like, hey, I'm asking you this because I have your best interest at heart. And if you follow through with it, we're going to get you to the promised land. Yeah. You know, and that's where I want to see you. Because unfortunately, nowadays, like, people do things with an ulterior motive. And so when someone comes to you, even if their intent is right, you just assume they're doing it for a shitty reason. Oh, yeah. Most of it, especially, and I hope everybody hears this, especially in the fitness industry. (laughs) Yes. Because, again, like what I said, the standard for what is acceptable in the fitness industry is very low. Very low, Mm -hmm. which means there's a lot of charlatans and snake oil and bullshit. So, of course, everybody's going to be skeptical. Like, when I opened my supplement stores, I mean, my close friends, most of them, would not shop with me. Because going into a supplement store just sucks. It's people selling you shit you don't need. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, really take your time and tell them over and over, like, hey, I, I just want you to get the best results you can. And the best way that I know how is let's find out what is your deep internal driver. We call it your hot button. What is it? Let's talk about this. Mm -hmm. What else can we do to help build that trust a little bit? Um, So stating your intent, being vulnerable. I think if you just start with those, 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 after that, it gets complicated, I feel like. There is a little (laughs) bit of a wiry mess in there. But I think that another thing that you can really do that's going to help out increase that trust is, and kind of boring here, but consistency. Oh, yeah. Doing and saying the same thing over and over again is what builds trust with people. So if I tell you one time, like, hey, this is what you need to be doing. And then two weeks later, I, ah, you need to be doing this. And then that does not bode well because then it kind of seems like I'm just trying to sell you this new thing or I'm trying to uh, persuade you on to maybe you didn't like the first one. So you'll like the second one. People are not dumb. People know every sales tactic. Mm -hmm. They can smell a used car salesman from a thousand miles away. But if I talk to you five times and none of the times you've bought from me and every time I tell you, you need to be doing this this exact same thing, that builds an incredible amount of trust. Like there's no new moves here. There's no new tactics. The world still works the same way. I would say even more importantly with that is the consistency of just your follow-ups. Like if you were to get someone's hot button and then just like not talk to them for a week, like that's like you opening up to like your boyfriend or girlfriend about something intimate and then not and getting a text back. Like, yeah. Like that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's the same you, thing. You know, what's funny that it, it, we should talk about that's actually worse. If you get somebody to open up, you get their hot button, you get close to them and then you ghost and, them and then you ghost them. <laughs> it was almost better if you didn't get the hot button to begin with. Right. Yeah. If you get close to somebody, you got to keep up and you got to follow up with them and make sure that you are staying in their life. That is, I mean, that's the number one way to build trust. And what the follow-up looks like is you reminding them of their hot button because you know that keeps them consistent and motivated and helps them stay disciplined. And every trainer or coach or whatever you've ever done, I know you have messaged someone and been like, hey, did you get to the gym today? That's following up with somebody about what you are providing. You're talking about you with that. Hey, did you get into my gym today? Did you do my workout today? Did you take my supplement today? Right? That's what you're saying. That's, that's not what they're hearing. But if you say something along the lines of, hey, are we one step closer to being a confident person today? Hey, 
You know, are we fighting those inner demons today by pushing the weight around? If you are consistent about pushing the hot button, mm -hmm. which is their internal driver, and not focusing on your thing, that is going to get them going. That's going to keep them motivated. And then to tie this all up, the reason why we do that is because ultimately, if your client is seeing results, your follower understands exactly what your intent is, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. they're going to get results and they'll never leave you, ever. And let's say, uh, you know, you're uh, a trainer right now and you got 10 clients. You probably have an attrition rate of somewhere between 20 and 30% over a month period. You lose one, two, three people. I will promise you, if you imply this now, over the next 90 days, you will grow your business by 25%. Because mm -hmm. you're always growing. You're always gaining one or two new people. But if you can start applying the hot button to all of your current clients, every single one of them, deeply, and take the time, it is going to kill hours of your week. But if you do that, you don't even have to go out and be marketing. You've got a new, have a new business plan. You don't have to have a new product. Do the product. same thing you're doing right now. You can do Just the same thing you're doing now and increase your business by 25%. Yep. And, you know, I can, I want to give an, a personal example. There's a guy, his name is Tom. Uh, this was when I was still working in the stores. He was a car salesman at Land Rover Jaguar. It's like a hybrid one. It's pulled together. He had just got promoted. He was working in like the Bay Area or whatever they call it. And then he had moved up to being a salesman. They'd give him the opportunity to do it. And he was failing miserably. Like could not hit his numbers, could not do the things that they needed him to do. And he was so stressed out about it. So actually what he was coming in for, I remember this. The reason he came into my store was he was coming in to get something to help him sleep. He needed help like sleeping at night. Then after long conversations, finding out goals, finding the hot button, mm -hmm. his hot button was that he was su supremely insecure about how much weight he had gained over the last couple of years. So now he was in this new job where he had to get up and talk to strangers and sell them a product and do all these things. But he was like uncomfortable and overweight. Worried about the way he was looking or... Const and, and remember we talked about it, he was constantly tugging his shirt, you know, doing this thing where you're like trying to not let it be on your body fat. And after that conversation, we got to talking about exercising, weightlifting, increasing his protein consumption. After a couple months, he had dropped some weight, more confident, could start selling more. I mean, literally a perfect example of how all I needed to do was really get to know this dude, find the hot button, and then that propelled him forward. Yeah, so um, for me, I connect really well with females, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and so, um, you know, a lot of times I'll see, you know, it's a confident thing or whatever it may be, but even with females, like we have kids. And yeah. we don't have the same body afterwards or even like so the, one of the most recent ones I've had is I had a girl who wanted to have children but didn't feel comfortable with the body fat she was at in order to have children. Oh, and so, that's different. Yeah. And she, you know, I got her to open up about that and then checked in with her like almost every day mm -hmm. and didn't connect with her on like nutrition, anything like that, which is like, hey, how are you feeling with, you know, the hot button that we talked about? Didn't yeah. say that to her, but you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and now she's messaging me and she's reaching out to me and figuring out what else she can do and how else she can get to her goals quicker. Cause she knows that if she does those things, she'll be able to have kids when she wants to. And feel good about it. Feel and confident feel about it. Exactly. Okay. So that's the podcast. 
I'd want to keep these relatively short because I really want to state a problem that I know people in the fitness industry are having. Give this simple solution. I made you a promise about where your business could go. Implement it today. And then what I ask is, if you listen to this, if you're in the fitness industry or if you're not, send this to someone else. Every other person in the fitness industry is not your competition. We don't view this at all as competition. If the guy down the road from me, who is another supplement source applying these tactics, I would thank God because he would be getting more people results. Like our goal is altruistic. It is to let people live healthier, happier, longer lives. That's it. Yeah. If we did that, we did our jobs. And I promise you, if you do that over and over and over again, the money will come. I'm, I've already seen it. <laughs> yeah. like it literally has happened. There's proof. Um, okay, so if you do know somebody else in the fitness industry, send this to them. Let's raise the standard of what the fitness industry is. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, baby. See ya. <laughs>